These are true stories. At the request of Ryan and Rachel, the names of the toxic have been changed. Out of respect for the victims, the rest has been told exactly as it occurred. Welcome to a little R&R. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your other host, Rachel. And here we talk about fucking everything. Yeah, we do, babe. And I just want to say this is my third glass of champagne. We just (laughs) slammed a cheese board. And I'm fucking ready. So today... Today? Um, we have, like, quite a few little things to talk about before we get started. Like, I personally had some real in-life toxic things happen to me in the present with Ryan. <laughs> Which is great. And I'm glad I could be that person for you yeah. to experience toxicity. Like, because honestly... <laughs> I was missing it. <laughs> yeah, no, this is how I look at it. It's like, Rachel's in a stable relationship, yada yada. I'm the one, like, it's my duty to bring toxicity into both of their lives now. So I'm taking yeah. one for the team on certain things. So, fuck, yeah. Honestly, good for you. Thank you. And thank you for bringing me along. Anytime. You're along for the ride. Honestly, blood in, blood out. You can't get off now. So yeah. that is one stipulation. I mean, it's better than reality TV. So <laughs> It truly is. It just kind of like sucks that there's actually consequences. Like when I'm watching Keeping <laughs> Up with the Kardashians, I don't necessarily feel like the brunt of Scott Disick going on another alcohol binger. But like... Oh, they show that on the TV show? Oh, yeah. They oh. get deep. Love you, Scott. Scott Disick, if you're listening, love you. He's not. Oh, speaking of people, Drew Monson... Drew Monson, if you're listening, I love you. And I requested a cameo from him the other day. I paid him. I would pay a million dollars for Drew Monson. Oh. Well, it's his fault. He marked the price at $30. <laughs> so that's all he got. So he spent a million dollars worth of cameos from him? <laughs> yes. And I made a weird request. It was my fault. I worded it weird. He sent me a cameo that was equally as confusing because he was confused. And then, honestly, Drew, I sent you a reaction video and I didn't get a response. And so. Yeah. This is her trying to reach out to you if you're listening. Yeah. And now I feel toxic. And you told me, I asked him to tell me a toxic story and he did. And I'm never going to share that with anyone. You know, (laughs) confidentiality, (laughs) you know, just the two of us. (laughs) When you have an inside inside joke with Drew Monson, I can't tell you. But Drew, if you're fucking listening... Shut the fuck up. I love you. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you have going on today, this week? Yeah, I mean, we talked last week about um, your catfish Discord boyfriend. Oh, I forgot. And I think I spent about five hours <laughs> doing so much research on this guy and trying to find out as much as I possibly could who he really was. All that fun. I mean, I went deep. I went and found his Twitch page, copied his Twitch <laughs> at to try to see, you know, what Twitters or Instagram handles had it. Hey, I, I got his last name. So I was in this too. We were on the phone for what, like three hours during that? Yeah. No. I controlled F on the Discord page that he was in to find certain things. Um, I think his name is Stephen James. <gasps> we and just I'm, doxed him. I just doxed. I mean, that is the most. Okay, honestly, if you're Googling <laughs> Stephen James, like, good luck trying to find the actual Stephen James you're looking for. Because trust me, it took me. And he doesn't even live in this country. So it doesn't even matter. So good luck trying to dox him. But. They literally show up to his house. <laughs> and honestly, fuck him. Honestly, okay, I will say, guys. Okay, I, you know, last time. I was a simp. What can I say? I am I will admit when I'm a simp. And I was. 
And I was sticking up for him, saying he was not a catfish. I, I've turned over a new leaf thanks to my gal, Rachel. And he's a fucking catfish and he's toxic. And I'm le- I'm leaving the Discord. Stephen James, if you're listening, I'm out of there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so. I'll leave it right fucking now. No, I'm doing it right now. You know, I, I found his Twitch that was connected to his Discord name. And I went and put that on Twitter. And there was a perfect Twitter handle. You know when, like, there's, like, a certain like extra vowel and an at name. Oh, she just really did. I just left, leave. She babe. Left. I'm out of there. I'm out fucking out of there. Anyway, <laughs> go on. But you know when there's like an extra vowel, like they put like, if my name's like Rachel, I add like, you know, a couple extra E's to make myself a little more unique to grab that at handle. Yeah, kind of like my parents added an extra N. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure you're more original. No, but yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, and I copied it and I found a Twitter that was hasn't been used in 2019, but all he was talking about on that Twitter was about basically how he wanted to be a Twitch streamer and how he's like obsessed with watching Minecraft Twitchers play. And okay, wait, can I just say okay. this is something that is so wildly satisfying to me about the Minecraft because my brother, my 16 year old brother, joined the Discord one time. And my, if anyone who's close to me knows, my siblings are my actual life, like. I go to bat. I will go to war for my siblings. <laughs> and, oh, Chris beat that up. <laughs> my brother um, was, like, talking to them, and they asked what games he was playing, and he said Minecraft. And they, like, were being so rude, which, first of all, he doesn't care because he's way cooler than them literally already. Yeah. So, like, he was like, oh, whatever, like, fuck off. But they were, like, going in, and they could not stop mentioning the Minecraft boy, the Minecraft guy. And it's so ironic that you're projecting. You like to play Minecraft. And imagine a bunch of um, internet assholes shitting on you for a game that you like that they literally liked three years ago. And also didn't just like the game, didn't just play (laughs) the game. They watched other people play the game. Okay, so not only are you shitting on someone about your past three years ago, projecting on someone else, but you can tell how old you are if you're still watching Minecraft videos and watching people play Minecraft. And let me just say, it ain't 30. (laughs) (laughs) So he was definitely not 30. 30. I will say I do watch, I do play Sims and also sometimes watch the Let's Plays on the back, but I'm fucking 29. I'm not claiming to be 30, okay? Next year I won't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so anyway, he's a catfish. Yeah. And so I decided, well, I guess me and Ryan both decided to go back into their channel and voice chat with them. And, you know, I get in there and he's kind of being nice to me, I would say. Just, like, asking me how I am, but, like, also, you know, there's – he obviously listened to this podcast because we have an RSS.com that shows where you are when you listen to it, and it's pretty spot on. And someone from the place – country that he lived in was on it, and I don't know anyone from there. Ryan doesn't know anyone from there, so it was definitely him, even though he was telling Ryan he never listened to it. But – And it was funny because when I mentioned that, I was, like – I screenshotted it, and I was, like, hey, you listened, and he was, like – and it was on voice. And he was like, oh, uh, wow, I, I can't believe there's, like, a map that, that shows exactly where you listen to it. Like, yeah, fucking busted, bitch. Yeah, we caught you and we know. But anyways, you listen to it because... Why wouldn't you? you? Listen again. <laughs> hey, Stephen James, if you're here, hey, babe. But Top of the morning. <laughs> yeah, top of the morning. He, so, basically, um, we get into the channel... He's being like kind of like asking like, how are you? 
Queen Rachel, which... <laughs> oh, so, so yeah. like, uh, what's it called? Demeaning or, yeah. like, condescending. Yeah, not in, like, a Not in a nice way. way. But I asked it's him... it's easy to think you're the shit when you won't show your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if me and my middle school internet troll days, we went fucking off. Like, of course I'm going to go off when no one knows who I am. Exactly. So, but now I'm, like, 28 and I'm going to go off... <laughs> You know who I am. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm a Karen. Literally now. us at our podcast. I'm not a Karen. I swear to God, I love everyone that you know is doing things. I would never scream at you in a Walmart, guys. If you work in customer service and you have videos of her Karening, please send them in. <laughs> podcast dot little r and r at gmail. There's absolutely none. I know they're not. So I kind of just start off like, oh hey, so like, can you turn your ca- camera now? Like, are you ready to show us who you are? And immediately the mood changes. He's angry. He's upset. He's defensive about it. Mm-hmm. He's basically like, I don't have to do that. Um, I'm not going to do that or I will I ever do that. And I um, met my boyfriend um, on Among Us. <laughs> hey, Christophe. Uh, I met him on Among Us. It was obviously, okay, not in a lame way. Because you it- don't have to justify it. Yeah, so, I'm not mad about how we met or embarrassed by it, but this guy's trying to make me feel embarrassed by it. Because he's projecting. Yeah. He, but meanwhile, he's making fun of her for doing that, but literally put my name in the Discord server as wifey and is like, hey, jump on, double date vibes. So, like, he's literally doing the same thing. Yeah. And Chris- also, if you're actually 30 and hanging out with 16-year-olds on Discord, you are either a pedophile mm. or extremely lame. Yeah, like, the only 16-year-old people I hang out with would be, like, family, like, my siblings, because you can relate. But, like, other than that, I just have no interest in somebody that young. And especially, it's just, I mean, a little bit weird, you know? Weird. You're in a just different spot in your life. I just don't think you should be communicating with minors that, that you're not related to. Yes. And um, he... I might not be as articulate this episode because let's just say I'm doing one sip champagne, one sip coffee, one sip champagne, one vape, one coffee, one vape, one champagne, one vape. Okay, so basically he's like, I'm not going to show my face. I'm not going to. Basically, he's like, I'm not going to show my face. He's not wanting to show himself. He's getting really angry at me, being defensive, making fun of my relationship with Chris, basically like being like, well, how did it happen? Like in a condescending way, not like I actually want to know way. And he was like, oh, so you, like, met on Among Us and it got progressive and then he moved there. And I'm like, yeah. And that's literally what happened. And um, I remember what I was going to say. And I wrote it down so I didn't forget. What I was going to say is we're both 30. Okay. Him and I. Well, I'm not yet. But (laughs) I call myself 30 because I'm not clinging to the 20s. I'm not one of those gals. Um, next year I'll probably claim 40, honestly. But anyway, we, we've talked him and I like for hours on it, like about our jobs, about life, about like, that's why I feel like, I feel like maybe his age is at least close to what he said, because the things we talked about it, like when he's not with the other 16 year old minions, he is like articulate. We have great convos. He's not being rude. He doesn't feel like he has anything to prove. Like, so we have good convos. Like I never once thought this guy's not my age, you know? But when I would think about that, he ke- always kept it on Discord. Like, if you were really pursuing even a friendship, I don't know, like, you didn't, like, I don't know, like, ask for, like, my number or ask me to put my camera on or ask, to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not that we were going, like, serious or dating, but it just, 
I don't know. It screamed fishy because I feel like he didn't want to do any of that because he's fake. Yeah. So, like, he didn't want to ask my number. He probably has a fake one. He doesn't want to sh- me to show my face on the camera. Yeah. Because he's fake. And he never asked me for other pictures, which is fine. I'll just post them to all of you on Instagram. I don't need him <laughs> to see them. So, anyways, he's fake. And I'm not moving to Ireland anymore. I was never, but I'm yeah. just definitely not. So, yeah, basically, he Wait, I'll be there in November. I'm going to Ireland in November, and I'm canceling all the trip plans I had. And I'm finding Stephen James. <laughs> He's Can like that a 12-year-old titled in finding his basement. James? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he works at, like, one of those, like, Nigerian, like, follow-bot companies. <laughs> Probably. Um, but, yeah, that, you know, but I got down to the bottom of it. He's definitely a catfish. He is. So I want my million dollars. Um, We'll talk offline. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, My Vimo is... <laughs> tell you five times. <laughs> oh, speaking of. So another toxic thing, which this wasn't like a dating thing at all. And the, our friend who was involved is, is listening. He's one of our good friends. And I know that you're going to laugh at this. But last night... We have a no... We have a strict like no drinking, no partying before we record kind of thing. Yeah. Um, guy friend... Begged us to come out, not really out, just go to his house. So we go to his house. His girl, his roommate, who I've met a lot of times, a lot of time. A, <laughs> keep that in. <laughs> we have met her. I met his roommate before. His girlfriend I've never met. Long story short, she was just like rude. One of those girls that's like doesn't like other women. You could tell like very like gets intimidated maybe by other women. Yeah, and like if she doesn't have all the attention on yeah. her being the the girl of the group but she usually is the only girl like it's usually guys and then her so yeah but i'm like i was kind of like all in all so she just gave us an attitude the whole night was just rude begging to go out even though we never even that wasn't the plan for us like upset that we didn't want to begging our friend to go out even though like obviously he invited us to come over to hang out at home yeah and he he wanted to do whatever we were going to do like he didn't want to go out with them but all in all, after I look back at her attitude, I'm flattered that me and my no makeup and my Kurt Cobain hair and pink Doc Martens, I'm crazy that, like, I, in- that intimidated you. Yeah. Wow. Imagine me and my Amy Winehouse Islander. Me and my uh, sweater, my leggings and vans. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am so intimidating. She was just very off-putting and very rude. And... So we end up agreeing to go to the bar. We're like, we'll go to one, our home bar, our home spot. It's like, it's one of those things you can dress up and go inside and it's like a dancey, cool vibe. Or you can go outside and chill. It's like the best of both worlds. We we always laugh that like we either start the night there or end the night there. Like it's the best. And so we're like, we'll go there for a couple drinks and like meaning them a couple drinks. We're just not. I literally ordered Sprite. Yeah, she ordered Sprite. <laughs> I had one. I had a Red Bull vodka because I was just tired. And like I was already like really put off by that girl's bullshit that I was like, I need some <laughs> some kind of energy, some type of thing. Yeah. Um, Because I literally just like dissociated in the backseat the whole way there. <laughs> so like I needed something to bring me back to earth. And the only, like, reason I just bring up this bar thing is because at one point, she begged all of us to go out. Yeah. Begged. And then they get there. They do not even, they do not even hang out with us at all, which no. is fine by me. Yeah, I was fine with that. Yeah. But it's just, like, weird. Like, why did you need us? And so, anyway, they were at our bar with us. 
And then they're like, shortly after we got there, they're like, okay, we're going to leave. Like, we're going to go to another bar. And so we're like, cool. Like, we're not following. We're just staying there. So she, I thought that they went to this one bar that we were all as a group talking about. Yeah. It was a new bar that had opened up. You could see it from where we were at the patio in our bar. So I thought they went there for some reason, but I guess they didn't. They went somewhere else. And so she comes back um, to <laughs> ask for to money. ask for money from our guy <laughs> friend for drinks. And then, so I asked her because I, it was very clear, like, between us and her that we did not like each other. But actually, I was nice to her when she left the first time to leave the bar she dropped her phone fell out of her purse. <laughs> and I was like, hey, y'all, wait, she dropped something. Because, like, I, regardless, right? just, that was, you know, I didn't want her to lose her phone. Ryan was literally like, Rachel, her phone's by you. I was and like, I was freaking dissociating. I, I was either dissociating or literally pretending not to notice so that <laughs> to be a toxic asshole. In the moment, I was like, Rachel, hey, Rachel, Rachel, look. And the girl's walking away. And I'm like, Rachel suddenly forgot the English language. <laughs> <laughs> like, she suddenly doesn't, like, no comprende. And I'm like, and then finally, I get someone else's attention, and I'm like, girl, your phone. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, thank you, and then just walks off. And then, but, you know, just because, regardless. I literally ignored Ryan on purpose, because I did not. <laughs> I just wanted to be shitty, honestly. I was just like, I, I, that would She just was suck. very, very rude. So I was like, very you know what? Rude. Karma. And-, and so she comes back after, you know, that was the first time she left. She comes back to ask money, ask for money from our guy friend for her drinks for the night because she didn't want to use her debit card. <laughs> Makes <laughs> rational sense. And I thought that they went to that bar we were talking about, but she said the name. She's like, hey, we're about to go to this bar, the bar we we're talking about, if y'all want to come. And so I was like, oh, wait, so where have y'all been? Like, just asking. She looks at me dead in the face and just doesn't answer. <laughs> and then looks away. And so I go, oh, cool, I love that place. <laughs> And she just is so probably done with my shit. But honestly, I was done with her shit and her outfit that rose from the dead from the 2000s. Like, yeah, she I thought I was back in high school where everyone was wearing like tight pastel shirts, shirts, you know, the jeans that are mid the like fake leather Payless gladiator sandals. Yes. That showed off her terrible spray tan like. Like, it was like her feet were bodybuilders and the rest of her had just kind of was normal tan. Yeah. And I honestly probably wouldn't think like that if she was not shitty. So I was just going to say, like, yeah. honestly, if she was like a nice girl, I'd be like, cool. She's cool. But then, like, you bring out your horrible personality and then your outside personality starts to reflect a lot more. <laughs> See, I, I think, like, I wonder sometimes... If that's a flaw within me or if being that nasty of a person, like, does that, like, that's a consequence of being, like, a bad person. Oh, it definitely does. Because I noticed that, like, yeah, like you said, someone could have, like, and it's so subjective, but to me, someone could have, like, just, like, an outfit that I would never pick. Maybe you can just tell this person's not my person. Like, they're just, you know, weird in a sense of, like, just not vibing, like, with me. Mm -hmm. And... I would never, ever, ever say anything to that person or even think it. Like, if they're doing their own thing and they're over there in an ugly outfit, girl, go off. I do not care. honestly, I wear the shittiest clothing choices and Ryan still hangs out with me. No, I can be crazy. I take fashion risks and sometimes they're fashion flops. Like, (laughs) thank God the fashion police don't know where I live yet. Don't dox me. Um... So, yeah. I'll... Pretty much, once you start being shitty... Oh, like, I will go for your deepest insecurity. <laughs> so it might be on both parts. But basically, don't be a shitty person. 
Yeah. Honestly, I mean, speaking of shitty people, I feel like we're credible to say don't be a shitty person because we know what shitty is. Yeah. Um, multiple firsthand experiences. Oh yeah. I mean, what do you what are you gonna what are you gonna bring to the table today? I want to hear about some shitty people like that were from the past because I'm done with these present <laughs> shitties. <laughs> shitties, the shitties. Wait, can we just say something? Yeah. No, that's gonna out me. Well, Chris. Maybe don't put this in there. When when you're when you're, okay, when you're when you're watching porn and then it's like, like it's like you won't last more than four seconds. Sometimes I sit and watch this for just like a. <laughs> Really? Yeah, you really gonna do it? Wow! Yeah. Hold on. I'm on, I'm on like the full stage on my vibrator. You ain't doing shit, bitch. <laughs> Sponsor us, Pornhub. <laughs> she's like, I really gotta go. Oh yeah, she's like, I have to be late for home. She's like bent over the desk and she's just like cartoon girl. <laughs> I don't know. Once my brother, my brother was talking about um disney animated like shows yeah and he was like i'm just saying pixar knows what they're doing miss incredible looking a little too thick <laughs> <laughs> that's good okay um so this story i like i forget it a lot because like in the moment it was like one of the most like traumatic things for me wow wait how old were you i was in ninth grade oh yeah I had uh, just left that troubled teen facility. Mm -hmm. So, like, my middle school crush was, like, my crush for, like, the longest time. He would never date me. I'll tell that story eventually. You know, I get out of, you know, the troubled teen facility, and I'm home, and my space is huge. Yeah. Uh, Like, way bigger. I get home. I'm going to high school. I have my MySpace. I'm in the, like, music scene. Yeah. So... Back then, as you know, I don't know if everyone knows this, but back then in the music scene for my generation was that older guys would date 16-year-olds. Like, the guy would be, like, 23, 21, 20, 19, 18, dating a 16-year-old. Yeah, and you thought you were cool. Like, I'm dating an older guy. I'm such a scene queen. But it's really statutory rape. But, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, He just couldn't find a fucking bitch his own age. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I haven't had my first boyfriend, haven't had my, like, most real kiss yet oh like yeah um <laughs> i had braces like i was like cu- i was like i wasn't like cute cute because my like you know you have braces for six years you finally get them off you kind of six like, years yeah i had headgear too that i never Ooh. wore so they had to take teeth out oh see never mind <laughs> <laughs> i had headgear too but they had to break my jaw and put springs in it mm. mm-hmm. worked like cute. a charm yeah so I'm on MySpace. I'm in the music scene. There's older guys. I'm getting a lot of attention because I'm some young, untouched virgin. <laughs> um, Touched yeah. for the very first time. I don't know what to give this guy. I, I feel like I should give him like a name. Like a scene, like an Let's emo give him name. like a, <clears throat> an emo name. Uh, Drax. Drax. That was, that was my first, one of my first crushes. Drax Shockey. Where you at, babe? Um, Emo King. I don't know. 
Chester. Um, no, what the? L- Lincoln fu- Park, bitch. What the fuck? <clears throat> oh my god. All right, Chester. All right, Gerard. Gerard. Okay, we'll call him Gerard. So this guy messages me on MySpace. Um, he's got you know gauges like they're super big. He's tatted. He's definitely over eighteen. Um, and he messages me, and we start talking. Um, and he's like a little flirty. Um, I've never really had anyone talk to me like that. So, like, I was, like, all about it. I was, like, head over heels. I like this guy. He wasn't even that cute, but, like, you know, you're young. Uh, You never have a boyfriend. You're hormonal. take what you can get. Yeah. I'm, like, all right, I'm here for it. Um, (laughs) So, we have this online relationship start through MySpace. He lives in the area. I've never met him, but he knows people that I know from the music scene. And so... It gets to the point where he's like, oh, you know, I we should meet. Um, and this is a point where, like, I was, like, really big into my parents' church. Like, every Wednesday, I go to youth group with them, um, pretend to speak to the Lord, hold, <laughs> shebang. What's that like? <laughs> Talking in tongues. <laughs> oh, no. You know? Were you one of those? Um, I used, when I was at the Troubled Teen Facility, we went to, like, they made us go to different churches every Sunday in East Texas, y'all. Oh, God. Um, and there was a church that did the talking in tongues thing. And so I thought it was so fucking funny that I started pretending to talk in <laughs> tongues when I got back. You know, Kings of Leon, those guys are from one of those churches that talks in tongues. And one of their songs is supposed to be, like, kind of inspired by that. Anyway. I wonder if it's the same church I went to. They had really good breakfast in the morning. I do remember that. I'll praise the Lord for some pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Shout out Cowboy Church, baby. Shout out IHOP. <laughs> Went to Love and War, had breakfast all day, and pretended to listen to the pastor that looked like Brad Paisley. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I don't really remember, like, it's hard because it was so long ago, but I don't really remember, like, how it got to where he was going to go to youth group with me and meet oh, me there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, he is 19. I am 16. And we, back then, we didn't see an issue with that. No. It and- wasn't so, like publicize that pedophilia yeah. was wrong. And my parents, like, since I got out of the troubled, te- like, teen facility, they were, like, really trusting of me after that because, it, you know, I went there for a whole year. Yeah. I was a lot better. I was very communicative. I was able to d- express my emotions she better. Was saved. I was saved by the Lord, Savior, Jesus, effing Christ. Anyways, he meets me there. He brings his friend with him. Uh, my best friend that you'll probably hear about is there with me, too. Oh! My childhood best friend okay yeah that's better sorry i'll cut you bitch. <laughs> not you the best friend <laughs> she won't she'll love you too but um so we're like hanging out we there's like a little park at the church that they built and so like we're hanging out there we're talking he's not like holding my hand or kissing me or even being flirtatious with me at all he's kind of ignoring me a little bit mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm getting kind of insecure like oh he doesn't like me he met me in person he doesn't think i'm cute oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. even though back in the myspace days it was like all you had was the myspace angle you, it was really hard to catfish like you didn't have a snapchat filter to make you look cute or anything so yeah all we would have is just our bangs to cover like 50 yeah. percent of the sepia face. black and white and a myspace angle. oh like, that's yeah. all you had back then mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of makeup uh <laughs> I used to draw an X over one eye. That was kind of my thing. Ooh. Yeah, you know, I, I always try to brand myself. You have to case. be a good old, lovely MySpace train whore. Oh, God. I forgot about those. <laughs> uh, wow. Not the train that you might be thinking, uh, Dad. Yeah, not that train. Just like a follow train. A follow train. <laughs> <laughs> but so, 
he after that day he leaves and he starts talking about talking to me online again he's flirting with me again he likes me he tells me that this one really sad but sweet dashboard confessional song he thinks of me Which when one? he hears it i'd have to find it i don't really whatever and so I play it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he really likes me. Like, he's so sensitive. Yeah, he brings out Dashboard. Yeah. I was That's like, serious. man, he really likes me. And so then the next day he tells me that he has a heart condition oh, no. and that he might die any minute. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm here for you. Like, Whatever you need. Like, fucking dumb. Like, who all of a sudden has a heart condition at 19? You should have said, I will follow you into the dark. I think that was the song. I was wondering if it was that one. <sighs> so... Next day, he tells me that he has a kid. And I'm like, oh. whoa, I'm like 16. <laughs> I, I'm a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, And he's like, yeah, we've been living in my car for two weeks. Did he really have a kid? Um, I don't know. Oh, my God. This is how bad it is. Okay, so, yeah, he's telling me, you know, he has a kid. He has a heart condition. He's been living in his car for two weeks. His grandma can't help him out anymore. And he needs money, like, fast. And I'm like oh my gosh, like, yeah, let me see what I can do. Like, I'm 16. I don't have money. I don't have a job. Like, I, I have no yeah. way to, like, financially be stable for a young child and a 19 grown adult man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way, that skewed that sound. <laughs> so, um... I love that I, that's where your mind went to. Yeah, like, I gotta support my family. <laughs> I had, like, such a big heart. Like, I'm crying about this. Like, I'm worried for well, that, him. Yeah. And I call my mom crying. Like, this guy, he needs help. Do you know anyone that can help him out? Can we help him out? And my mom's like, no, but like the church offers this program. Like he can call up there and they'll they'll help him up with situations. Tell him to call this number. And my mom's so sweet. Like usually she's not very trusting of guys that I'm talking to, but like <laughs> she trusts why. me at this time. So she gives me a contact information for him to reach out to. And so I give it over to him. Um, they ended up giving him money to Walmart and just money in general. And then the next day, this is a little sensitive and I might have Chris cut <laughs> it, but because uh, I haven't really told a lot of people about it, but I was sexually abused when I was little. Oh. Um, and I told him not everything, but just something yeah. like, like not allu alluding to it, but like also like. You know, because he's, like, trusting me and stuff, so I'm trying to trust him and mm -hmm. stuff. I didn't tell him the whole story. The really person, the only one I really told the whole story to is Chris. So, like... Yeah. But... Well, regardless of if he cuts it or not, I'm so sorry that that happened. <laughs> it happens. And, well, it doesn't. <laughs> it does, but it shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, I'm trusting him. And so he gets the money from the church. And the next day, he tells me to kill myself. What? And that the person that touched me um, deserved to basically what for what reason like he just what how, See, how did this he is, say that so this like, is why i'm like oh, my brain like forgets that's how traumatizing it was for me i remember just bawling on my floor like i can't believe i trusted someone with one that information two they went and stole from like people that i know and, and like puts your name out there yeah so what yeah so he messages me that blocks me what? And then I never, one, never see him again, never hear from him again, don't hear people talking about him. Obviously, he actually didn't really know a lot of people in my life. Yeah. Um, He's a con artist. Yeah. I, I legit got scammed as my first boyfriend. What? I mean, obviously, we didn't call each other boyfriend and girlfriend at that point. But, like, to me, it was my first boyfriend, yeah. you know? 
What the fuck? <laughs> okay, that is the most toxic thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I always, like, I usually, I've told people this story before, um, and I feel like it's been years since I've told someone about it, because, like, it always slips my mind and all the things that happen. Because you're, like, repressing it. Yeah, because it was so... Fuck, it was really hurtful. But, like, how crazy of you, one, to trick a 16-year-old into liking you, then take money from her. Like, take money from a church. I don't care. Or even liking a 16-year-old in general. In general, yeah. Like, all of this. And um, And then the fact that you trusted, like, someone with mm -hmm. that information. Like, when somebody, like, for instance, like, when you just told me that or when someone tells me that, it's like, that's, like, no joke. Like, you don't ever repeat that. You don't ever use that against them in a fight. You don't ever bring it up. Like, that's something yeah. that's so vulnerable and intimate. Like You know what's funny is um, I've alluded it to other boyfriends in the past, and they have used it against me. Are you? See, that's just such a shitty thing. Yeah. Like, and they don't even know the whole story. Like, they don't know exactly what happened. They don't yeah. know any. Good thing that you didn't though, yeah. tell them all the details. But, like, yeah, it's been used against me before, which that's is really disgusting. shitty. Oh, my, that's more, like, there's not even a word in the English language yeah. that describes like, that. I, like, because you know, as a child, when that something, like, traumatic happens, you feel like it's your fault in that moment. Yeah. And then to finally get older and realize, okay, that was wrong. That shouldn't have happened to me. And someone... How can someone literally think, like, okay, I'm going to go and use that against them? Like, who? Yeah. you are psychotic. No. Like, I, like, I must don't... have done, I must have killed your dog for you to come at me like that. Like, what the fuck? I mean, if you killed my dog, I would thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a dog person. But no, wow, that's so shitty. I mean, like, even, like, you know, when we were talking about that toxic girl, like, first time I met her, didn't like her. But, like, she dropped her phone. And I just feel like there's things that are, like... Just off limits. Like, like, yeah, I don't like this person. Yeah, they pissed me off. But like, Except me who really ignored you. <laughs> so she could, which that's totally, like, doesn't even scratch the surface compared to this. But it's like that kind of thing where it's like, you don't ever want to, like, hurt someone even though they hurt you. Like, there's things yeah. about someone in my past who's, like, extremely hurt me, ruined my life pretty much that I will never repeat unless it's, like, to you someone offline like because i it's i don't know it's especially things that happened to you when you were a child because yeah yeah the person who hurt me and the person who was shitty was an adult but like I, that's just not it's not anyone else's business to comment on yeah like you should just listen when someone tells you that heavy of a story like because i'm sure it's difficult to even like speak that out, out. of your mouth yeah. and so I feel, like, grateful to hear those things. Like, thank you for trusting me. And then, like, it would never leave. Like, it's never going to be yeah. back again. Oh, my God. That's, okay, that's insane. Like, it's crazy because, like, you hear about scam artists and people doing that kind of stuff. And you think it's, like, no hate on, like, Nigerians. I know they're not. Like, they just always get the bad rap for, like, catfishing yeah. or scamming. But... Like, you hear about it in that sense. Like, oh, some old lady on Dr. Phil lost $500,000 from a Nigerian scammer. Yeah. But, like, it exists. But, like, he met me in exactly. person. Like, it's so in it's our like, own community. Like, you, that's yeah. literally the same thing. And it's crazy that, that people do that. Yeah. And the fact that uh, I just, I can't wrap my mind around it. And I remember when it happened, I didn't tell anyone for years. Yeah. Like, I think I told my childhood best friend, um like, maybe a year after it happened, but it was so embarrassing. I was about to say, I, f I bet you felt so many emotions embarrassed. Yeah, like, I was embarrassed. Dumb, like, how did I let this person do this? Yeah. Which it wasn't your fault. Exactly. And I think, you know, because, like, I have depression and 
stuff like that and especially going through a child and they're trying to figure out medications for you and yeah. stuff like that like change like you know i got out of that troubled teen facility really gasp grasping like a concept of how to communicate pe- with people and how to trust people and how to just be a better person in general with people in like my life and then that happens and it was like i it, Bad, all that yeah. shit that i learned left and that's what sucks like the thing that people who are con artists or sociopaths or people that prey on those types of people, it's like, number one, I don't think they would care because I don't think those types of people have feelings. I think yeah. there's something wrong with them. But it's like, I wish that you could realize that your stupid, shitty Walmart gift card that's already gone, like, you got that, but, like, you don't know the damage that you've caused to that person is, like sometimes lifelong i mean it is for you like you'll never forget that and like that probably changed like you said the way that you lived and acted going forward yeah especially being so young and impressionable yeah and when your first like your first crush is toxic to you then your first boyfriend is that yeah it's like i started to realize like i would just date guys because they were just a less version of that even though they would eventually get worse yeah but like thinking that it was just normal see i that i'm glad that you brought like that concept up because i i think that's common i do this too and like where maybe you're dating someone now and they do something that you know is wrong to you or they're speaking to you in a way that you know is off but in your mind you're like but at least they're not doing that this guy did at least they're not beating my ass but it's like no wrong is wrong like it doesn't matter if at least he's getting better than the next than the last person you dated like it's just it sucks because when when all you know is toxic i mean how do you know how do you know to get out and then you start to think do i deserve this yeah is there a reason that i'm attracting only these people exactly i remember there's a conversation with my ex-husband i remember like bawling on the ground because he just did something abusive to me bawling on the ground literally looking at him and being like what's fucking wrong with me like what is wrong with me that this just keeps happening back to back to back to back like what have i done wrong and i in that moment he was like really sweet and supportive like i shouldn't have done that to you follow up but later on our relationship he was like there's probably something wrong with you that people keep treating you like that you know that happened to me with my the guy that i had talked about on episode one i think that was like that slashed my tires yeah prison Um, boy no, not oh. prison boy. The Oh. Yeah. So he um, you know, we met when we were sixteen, blah blah blah. And this wasn't like one of the stories I was gonna talk about. So this is just really quite that I just thought about. We were like eighteen. No, we were not. We were like sixteen, seventeen. And we just had a toxic relationship, obviously. The usual. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, just that's a given. The normal. Yeah. Um, and also actually so, okay, to side note off my side note. One of my good friends mentioned that we should have everyone take a shot for every time we say toxic while they're listening <laughs> and everyone would be blocked out. Yeah. So <laughs> if gone. you haven't already, get alcohol and just... Toxic, toxic, toxic. Yeah, toxic. start like, <laughs> give us a good 20 shots because we've already said it a lot by this point. But no, so he, um, one time in a fight, like I was kind of same thing, like what's wrong with me? Like why, you know, why do you treat me this way? Blah, blah, blah. He convinced me that something was wrong with my brain and that I didn't really have a brain. Like, I didn't have the same type of brain that everyone else did. Ugh. Like, he was like, you're stupid. Gaslight. You're worthless. You're, 
Like, he's like, you're just not smart. Like, it's not your... F-. And mind you... What? You're <laughs> just... I'm sorry that you're taking <laughs> yeah. this the wrong way, but you're just kind of stupid, and I that's know. why. I was like, I'm literally in AP classes. I'm <laughs> very intelligent. Like, I don't get it. Like, that's one thing that no one can ever take from you is your intelligence and your education. Yeah. So I was like, of all things, <laughs> I know that's not true, but... So going from that in the beginning, and then he was able to literally keep, like, after just continuously saying that, he really started to make me think, like, oh, my God, wait, something's wrong with my brain. Yeah. Like, I am, like, something's wrong with my brain. And so I went, I, I, like, saved up money, and I literally had no job at the point. I mean, I was, like, in high school. Yeah. Um, Saw a, like, I think it was a psychiatrist or something psychiatrist but it was from like a church group and I don't go to church it was like kind of like one of those programs that helps people and basically it was like I need you to evaluate my brain because I've been told that there's something seriously wrong and that I don't process things the right way I'm not smart like everyone else and I just went on to everything he said and I remember that guy looking he like shut his book and he was like there's nothing wrong with your brain you have to leave this person like this is the most abusive thing that I've heard of in a long time. And I, because like he knew, like, if you look at like my background and, you know, I'm articulate, yeah. I'm high functioning, like there's not, like there's nothing wrong. I mean, there's something wrong a little bit with everyone's brain, yeah. not in the way that he had convinced Everyone me. Everyone has like a little bit plot yeah, of Yeah, exactly. A little normal. imbalance here or there. Everyone yeah. has what they're, different things that they're dealing with. And so, yeah, I just remember being like, are you sure I'm okay? And he was like, you're okay. Like, he's like, if you want to continue seeing me or if you want to follow up with someone else, I think it's great. Everyone could use that. But he's like, I I could tell because that person was like a church person. You could tell he's probably a father. Like, he probably, like, it looked like he was tearing up. Like, I think it just sucked to see somebody, you know, like high school cheerleader, college bound, comes from a good family, like, to just me being like, like not even like I feel certain ways I feel this when I do this like literally my only thing was like this guy is telling me something's wrong and he's just like are you fucking kidding me like where's he at so yeah and that's like crazy to me is that people that there are people like now that I've dated someone that is far from any of that and like not like oh he's a little bit no like Chris is just a great guy like all around it's crazy to me that there are people that do that. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I know that they do yeah. that because it's happened to me, like, every fucking day. But, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I and think people are like, shocked by our podcast, too, because it's like, Yeah. No, I think what? it's, like, similar to what my uh, most recent therapist told me, Tom Files. Shout him out again. I love him. Hey, Tom. Um, He told me that... So I was dealing with, like, a severely narcissistic individual uh, at some point in my adult life. And I remember, you know, just coming up with, like, the same questions. Why do people do this? Why is he doing this? And he was just like, look, you're asking questions logically. But he's like, these types of people, you they they think, like, something really is messed up with them. And you can't think of it as how you would think of things. You'll never understand. And that was one of my big breakthroughs that this couldn't have worked and that this was just a toxic situation drink. Yeah. Um, it was like, <laughs> drink. um, because like, he's like, you know, you're, you're asking questions as if like, he's like, if I did this to you, you could ask those questions. Why did he do this? Why did that? And it would make sense. 
but you'll never get an explanation or a reasoning because these people don't even make sense. Like, I don't think that they even know what they're doing, what and they're how doing, bad it that is it's wrong. How, yeah. Exactly. Like, they don't know. And so it's hard because I remember feeling somewhat sympathetic. Like, I remember telling that guy at one point, like, look, I know that you I can't feel this. I remember you telling me that you felt bad for him. Yeah. Like, don't feel bad for I him. I mean, it was like, not that I felt bad, but I remember telling him, like, I know that you want to be a good person. Like, I know that you can't feel what you're doing to me, but... Like, it sucks that this isn't your intention, but, again, you, you have to still get away. You know, yeah. those people are going to, like, leech off of you, but... And nice. it literally is a leech. It literally They literally is. suck the life out of you, and then you are scrambling to pick yourself all over again. And sometimes over and over. you can't, and some people don't. Yeah. And that's, I mean, what sucks. Like, you know, from my experience, I almost didn't survive that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think that that person doesn't care is living their life i don't think he can care yeah which is like this weird limbo thing where it's like i feel bad that he like can't care but but if he sucks he does you know it's just like because we think of it in a logical way like everything that a logical person a rational person would do has an answer has a you know yeah why a reason like i know why i did this exactly it might not be what you want you might be like i killed this person because i like to kill people but if you're normal, like, okay, well, okay, then that makes sense. He knew what he was doing. That made sense. But, like, these people, the narcissists and the sociopaths, like, you'll never find, like, he, my therapist was like, you'll search for this answer your entire life. You'll never find out why. He won't ever find out why. Nobody will know. So he's like, so please <laughs> cut this while you can. Like, you have to get out because you're never going to be satisfied. And yeah. it's true. Now that I'm out, I don't even care anymore. And I'm glad I wasn't, like, chasing waterfalls, TLC. <laughs> <laughs> toxic drink um <laughs> let me just like get what's his name shot 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 uh little john we get like little john as a guest <laughs> everybody <laughs> no that's like crazy to me i know and sad i mean I, like, I obviously sad. don't want people to listen like for an empathetic type thing yeah obviously like i wanted this to be funny but i also like wanted to reach out to like other you know, people that are in these situations too. Yeah. To know that you're not along. And the more you Google, why are they doing this to me? <laughs> or visiting Tom, F- visiting Tom Files, <laughs> like you're never going to get what you need. No. You just have to leave. And, and it's scary, yeah. but it's, it has to be done. And there's, so I follow, um, which I don't know if you're supposed to really give the name of this group. They make this group kind of like a, a weird name so that, narcissistic people can't find the group and prey on people in the group it's for narcissistic uh, abuse survivors it's a facebook group and that that and the sex and love addicts facebook group in anonymous meetings helped so much to just hear other stories from survivors i mean some of these people have been in this cycle like luckily i was only i was in it less than a year but some of these people, it's been their entire lives. They're like, yeah. I've been married to this person for 50 years. Or or some of the people are like, I've stopped talking to him 20 years ago and I think about it every single day. And to me, it's just that is so devastating yeah. and sad. And it, it sucks, but I think it's true when they say the only person that can get you out of a toxic drink situation yeah. is yourself. <laughs> like, because it really I is, had yeah. external help. I had great supportive friends. But truly, it came down to me finally just getting the strength 
getting pissed off enough to just cut it this you know cut the cord and yeah. it's like it also makes you prouder when you get out and if you don't get out it's not that you shouldn't be proud or you're not strong it's just some you know yeah some situations are just and different. let me say i think the sh- like those people that are in still in those relationships whatever you are probably one of the strongest person oh my god people. yeah Sorry. you're one of the strongest people yeah because you are berated constantly Mm -hmm. your brain is completely over and over again getting told something and you're going crazy and you're still living your day-to-day life like imagine you know living a day-to-day life while going home to the person that you're supposed to love berating you constantly and making you doubt yourself constantly but you're still able to function I mean, like, obviously, it's a lot to take in and you're probably at work going crazy. But you're like, you're strong, bitch. Yeah, no, you are. And and another thing I want to say is, like, I remember when I was reading books, um, emotional abuse books and narcissistic abuse survivor. Like, I read a ton of those books. Honestly, I I don't know if we can do a description on. Yeah, we can. (laughs) I'm going to link some of those books that I read um, in our like the podcast description because Honestly, that helps so much. And and it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. It could be a parent, a friend, you know, anything. And oh my God, those books helped me so much. Just opened my eyes to to what was really going on. And one of the things I learned is I remember reading this emotional abuse book and it was talking about people who berate you and who do all those things. But I remember like the person that I was with never did that. If anything, he like verbally did lift me up. So I would constantly wonder is is this emotional abuse? Is he still emotionally abusing me if he's not berating me? The answer mm. is yes. If you're even asking that question, yeah. if what this person is doing is emotional abuse, it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that church that he stole money from used to have in the bathroom stalls in the woman's bathroom, which kind of good on them. Um, You know, I know you're asking for money all the time from your congregation, but this is... <laughs> they literally the uh, had in the woman's bathroom, like... um domestic violence pamphlets in there I love and that. i was like wow like because like no until the me too thing happened no one really ever talked about this mm-hmm. like it wasn't like women just didn't stand we, like not that we didn't stand up for ourselves or men or whatever no one would stand with us yeah so now that it's more publicized like they think i don't know where they do this but it's like this walk where w- men wear high heels and they walk like a few miles Mm -hmm. and it's like to walk a mile in her shoes kind of thing and it's like i think it's not necessarily always like the patriarchy the man i think some men just didn't realize it was this bad like you know what i mean i'm sure there's like causes that men fight for that i have no idea about because it's not being you know yeah not publicized and there's definitely like narcissistic women that men are dealing with too and yeah there was a lot of men in those groups and it was almost i'd say it was like maybe 60 40 there was a there's quite a few men and yeah. it was great to hear their stories too i mean it, it helped me it just helped knowing it's not just like a woman thing it's not like we're fragile vulnerable because sometimes we just feel like are we just like this weak piece yeah. of shit no it happens to strong men strong women i mean narcissists will literally come in and like leech the life out of yeah. you and then leave and and then leave or keep staying around until you leave yeah, and then exactly. stop you. <laughs> yeah. My friend made um a really good point. She said when I was in the in the thick of my situation and I was trying to get out but didn't know how. 
she said, you know, the only time I have ever left a toxic situation drink is um, if that person left me or if this the circumstances made it so that we really couldn't speak anymore. Mm-hmm. And she was like and because she was trying to tell me, like, that's what made it so hard is like being left because you're in love with you're enthralled with this person for whatever reason. They have their hold on you. Yeah. And they leave. And she's like, let me tell you. Like, there's nothing worse than having them leave you or for you to, like, not be able to contact them. Like, whatever circumstance is keeping you apart. So, she's like, since you have the power right now, since, like, things are going well, she's like, you need to leave. Like, you need to be the one to, to shut that door yeah. because it's going to make it so much easier. Because it's hard. It's, yeah. It rips your heart out. It, it literally does. feels like, like, even though they're shitty, they're berate you it's scary to be alone and it's scary to go into something unknown and once someone takes all of your confidence away from you to step out and be alone and do things on your own is terrifying oh yeah and just all the thoughts of are they with someone else do they love them more do they do they treat them better exactly and that's another that was a big topic on the narcissistic abuse survivors Mm -hmm. page was Everyone, you know, because they would see pictures. But for one, if you're seeing pictures and you're seeing it play out online, the new relationship, yeah. they want you to see that and they want you to find that. And two, if they are treating them better, it's not going to last long. Because remember, there was a time when they treated you yeah. like that too. It's called love bombing. So, like, it, it sucks to look at that. But just know that, like, almost feel bad for that next woman, the next yeah. man who's with them. Like, because it, it's not going to... I mean, they might not survive. Like, you were able to get out and survive, but, like, just... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it sucks. Yeah, that's how I was, like, with my when my ex-husband cheated on me. It was, like, you can treat someone better. And I would always forget, like, okay, well, he's not going to be like that with them forever. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we, like, tried to work it out. But, you know, he has a new girlfriend or whatever. And I just feel bad for her. Because right now it probably is like the best thing in the world for yeah. her, but it, it it's going to hurt, and I I I know like there's no you know like like a lot of women get jealous. This mm-hmm. is just like I feel so fucking bad about what she's gonna go through. I feel that same way too now about and I kind of always did. I remember feeling bad for his ex wife while we were together. Like, oh my god, this poor woman has a child with him and has yeah. probably <laughs> seen some shit. But, yeah, I, feel, I don't have no idea what he's up to. My person is blocked from everything. Didn't really have much social media, and the ones that he did were blocked from. So I have no... I mean, I would have to run into him out in person to yeah. have contact with him, and I would just walk away. My... Okay. <laughs> if I was drunk, I'd probably rock his shit, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would literally go off. <laughs> Every time we go into that, that hometown bar we were talking about earlier... Um, I don't know why I say hometown bar. It's just like the, it's like the bar. Like yeah. we all know we're going to go there. Um, and that's where him and I used to always go. And so before, every time before we get out of the car, I'm like, guys, if we see him, we're rocking his shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that was kind of a heavy topic. Yeah, there. it's not even, are we funny anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? I have a, okay. I have a little short story that might lighten the mood. Yeah, let's lighten the mood because I am done. I think it's I think that's important to have those serious moments because like we are funny, we joke about it. Like I nervous laugh, I laugh about trauma. Yeah, but it's important to remember who like 
why we're doing this and like we're lucky to even be here telling our past stories you know and yeah i could like literally tear up i'm trying to think of like other words to make me not sad Sad. get the fuck out of bad situations like i I know it's it's way easier said than done because we've both been there multiple but just keep keep just keep reiterating that and i feel like the more you just say it get out get out you have to get out. It's not yeah, going to get better. It, it will, will not, not get, get better. better. It will get worse. And even if it doesn't get, like, it will get worse. But think of it, even like, you're like, well, will it? Even if it doesn't, do you want to be in that situ- shitty situation yeah. forever? No, you don't. Get out. You're better. You're cuter. Bye. Bye. Mm. Mm, call me back. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, no so. matter how bad you feel and how bad that person is making you feel, just know that you are worth so much fucking more. Period. And it's going to hurt like hell yes. one of the things they had mentioned so the, the the cool thing about sex and love addicts is i never had the sex addict part of it but <laughs> you're not being like did you um but, so it treats it like they, it's a 12-step program they treat it just like a drug addiction it's great because they really acknowledge that it is it's a chemical imbalance it is an addiction it's not you simping it's not you just get out gary like break up with him it's literally something that your brain has become chemically addicted to and you have to sometimes do 12-step programs to get out of it yeah and that's what i did and it like i can't even like explain how great that was and it's gonna hurt like there's gonna so the whole reason i brought that up is like with a drug program you're going to have to go through a withdrawal period. Yep. And you still do when you're dealing with that person that you're addicted to. It's a it's a real thing. It sounds stupid. It's like I f- remember reading books and being like, okay, why are they going so serious? No, it's literally, literally. true. Literally true. And you go through withdrawals. I mean, I <laughs> like just went through months of like sleeping till 6 p.m., not having any drive, any purpose, like trying to like regain my music like songs that made me think of him like just doing whatever I could to just simply stay alive and like this is a tangent but I just feel passionate about this like I remember just making little goals for myself every day wash your face and brush your teeth every day yeah doesn't matter if it's 6 p.m I'd wake up at 6 p.m and I would just feel I'd go brush my teeth wash my face and I'm like if that's all I did that day fine and I was gentle with myself like I was like this is okay because it's not going to be this way forever because if I don't do this now I'm gonna be I'm gonna die I will die yeah (laughs) from and it's not even like it's literally true I will die maybe not at the hands of him but probably at the hands of myself because it's just not a way to live and so I got out of it and you can too and hopefully I never go back there and that's why this podcast too is really therapeutic because I think as you verbalize your stories, it's like solidifies that it's out there now and I ain't never going back, babe. Yeah. <laughs> to any type of thing. And how like, I mean, this has always been good. This is good for me, too, because like I still, no matter what and how much I grow from mm-hmm. what happened, there is always a part of me that's going to be like in the back of my head thinking what's wrong with me. Yeah. And that probably won't ever go away, but it's definitely better. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully it does just continue to get better and better. I mean, I I think it definitely the things that have happened, like they're part of our story. And so that's why I think it's cool that we're able to share them, Mm -hmm. you know, to people. And you shouldn't be ashamed, you know, of your stories like this. I mean, I struggled with a little bit of feeling embarrassment of my last couple of years, but 
Now I'm like, you know what? Honestly, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I survived that and I do not care what you have to say. Yeah. And it's if it's embarrassing to you, I mean. I know. Like, I think that's like what my dad th- said was like, these are really sensitive topics that you guys are talking about. And like, it's going to be out there forever. But you know what? It should be. Like, people yeah. should fucking talk about this. Yeah. I wish people talked about this more when I was going through it so that I had something that I could fucking relate to. And it probably would have made me stronger. I think so, too. Because like I said, when I found that Facebook group and those groups, the SLA groups, like, I felt like home. Like, yeah. it felt like, I mean, I was on there every day and I was actively posting. I was reading. Like, it just felt like, oh, my God, these people get me. And it was probably it was like a 60 year old man from across the country just going through similar things. But it was like, these are my people like they get me. Yeah. We're in this together. It's positive. It's uplifting. Hearing their stories helped me realize, oh, shit, like this is something that toxic people do. This isn't just my situation. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Exactly. Yeah. Like we got to get out. This is what people do. Like these are like predators these yeah. are like vultures. and they know they know like the type of people to go and latch on to they do and that's why you'll kind of i think i'm sure there's studies about it that show maybe similar personality types that are prone to falling into these situations and they actually do for on the topic of love addicts versus love avoidance those two usually go together and there are like key personality traits in each of them mm-hmm. and i thought that was um interesting but it's cool though to know kind of maybe what about you brought you into this situation not that it was your fault but like things like stuff from your past like it was like people who have this happen in their past typically end up here people who are attracted to xyz in a person end up here so it was like not that it's your fault or you need to change but it's just like oh okay so now you know i can look out for that next time i can see like who's coming my way and like those things about you there's nothing bad about you it's just people are taking advantage of that about you. Yeah, you have to really guard your heart and guard yourself. Like, I mean, I think that's the coolest thing I've found from kind of this whole, like, finding myself journey. Yeah. I'm still early on it, but it's just, like, yeah, just guarding yourself. Like, not not going out of your way to do anything for anyone who's not going to do it for you. Like, just yeah. really putting walls up and not in a bad way, like always being open to if you find someone that you can genuinely trust, of course, let them in as much as you want. But I don't know, always just don't ever be brought back to your darkest times because you might not survive the second time or the 20th. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you never case. know. It could be worse. Yeah. Like, so just don't even let it begin because you're way better than that. All of you. Everyone. Everyone. The girls, the gays, and the days. Except for those narcissistic, toxic guys. Go fucking eat a brick. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's like, and it's like, see, here's my, it's such a weird thing I know, you're about to do it. You're about to do it. I'm about to do it where it's like, I feel bad. Like, it's like, I fuck narcissists. I hate y'all. But it's like, I hate that you are this way. I hate that you don't know what you do to people. But the problem with that is that, they will never be able to reciprocate that empathy. So, they don't know how they yeah. can't. So just giving them any piece of you to be empathetic towards them just lets them back in, let them do whatever yeah. they want. Oh yeah. I think it's more of a thing where you can just acknowledge this person and it, it it was therapeutic at least for me to know that this person wasn't doing this because he hated me. 
he hated himself. Yeah. And that's why he did this. And he he can't empathize. He can't feel love. And that's when I did feel bad because I've felt love before. And I was just like, that sucks that you can't feel that. It sucks that you can't empathize. But unfortunately, I can't have you close to me. So that's where I feel bad, where it's like, I feel bad, but really from afar. Like, yeah, you know, I feel for you. I'm sorry. I, I wish you could feel and I wish you, you know, weren't like this, but I have the opposite. You I'm have like, to get I'm away. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I am for sure. Yeah. Like, no, stay far away. But yeah. Yeah. But, I gave you a lot of empathy and you abused it. So you oh, yeah. Don't get any of it I anymore. gave, I mean, so much that I shouldn't have. But I don't regret it because, you know, I had to go through that to learn what it was. Yeah. And to and see that side of people. It's not that, like, I'm happy I went through it, but obviously I wouldn't have a friendship with you. Exactly. I wouldn't. Um, wouldn't have our podcast. Yeah. I would have never met Chris. I would have never had this relationship with my parents that I do right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of processes. That, you know, bad things happen, but it definitely led me to, like, who I am right now and who I love right now. I think that's the most important and healthy way to look at things. I've always kind of also been that way. I've never really regretted things because, yeah, like, I mean, if I didn't go through all of this, like, I wouldn't be able to live back at home, be close with my family, be close with my siblings. We, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have this amazing job that I have now. We wouldn't be have our podcast. Like, so... It's like, yeah, I wouldn't ever dwell on the past and be like, oh, I wish this didn't happen. I wish I didn't meet him. I'm glad I met him and I'm glad I got out. Like, it's like buying a boat. The best two days meeting that person and leaving that person. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't wish it on anyone, but I mean, if you No, I don't. I definitely don't. Like, if you can't avoid it, do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can't can't avoid it until it's too late. (laughs) But. Funny story? I have a funny story about me. Um, it's not really toxic, but I think it's just like funny. you being toxic. No, it's not me being toxic, but it's like me. I, I feel like so I used to want to get like a tattoo or something that was like hopeless romantic. Like, I guess I'm a simp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a simp. It is what it is. I will. I will give you my all. I will. There's <laughs> not much I won't do for you if I if I love you. And, um, so this is just funny. It's like a short random story, but, um, so it was at our old company. I was literally like 19 years old, like receptionist, um, doing compliance support and receptionist duties. So I was just chilling in college, doing my little thing. Um, there was this guy that worked there and he was probably like early thirties or mid thirties or something at the time. Mm -hmm. And I... Everyone thought he was, like, an asshole, but he was always so nice to me. And, like, I don't know. Sometimes the way he'd look – like, I just was enthralled by this guy. He was so handsome. He drove a Harley to work. Like, he was, like – I don't know if any of you have ever watched Laguna Beach or, like, The Hills, but, like, Justin Bobby is my biggest crush in life. And he had Justin Bobby vibes. (laughs) And I was just, like, obsessed with him. Um, So, (laughs) I remember – Always the start of a bad story. (laughs) Always. I know. (laughs) Apparently, he is, like, a nice guy, and he's, like, married now and, and stuff. He was just kind of, I guess, harsh at work, but maybe you like him a little more. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, he came up one day to the reception desk, and he was like, hey, do you know... Because our the building used to do, like, you could drop off your dry cleaning in the lobby, and they'd take it and do it. Wait, why then... weren't they doing that when I was <laughs> there? I think a lot of buildings have, like, you know, amenities like that. Wow. I was... <laughs> <laughs> this was the old building. Okay. And so... 
um, he came up and was like, hey, can, I don't know how to do the dry cleaning service thing. Like, can you um, call and figure it out? Which was kind of not my job. Like, <laughs> But can you be my specific? Yeah. And I, oh, I was down. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no, I'll figure it out. I'll tell you how to do it. I'll let you know. So I called the building and they're like, oh, unfortunately, we just stopped that service. And so I was like, okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> for about two or three months oh my, did you are you did you did his dry cleaning i did his dry cleaning. oh my fucking god <laughs> oh my god and i paid for it oh <laughs> so what does he think he was doing paying for nothing i was like they said like they'll invoice you or something and he just never got it and i was like oh, oh my no. god i don't <laughs> why can't you simp for me <laughs> Wait, are you joking? I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay, I know that I'm like freaking out about this. But I'm sure I've done something like this. So I I'm just like laugh about this so much and oh, yeah, I did no. his dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> you really are the receptionist with all the talent. Oh, I am. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder how I get in these situations. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's pretty good. I know. That's funny. That's a. Wait, when did you, why did you, like, what made it stop? Um, I started dating someone. Okay. <laughs> then all of a sudden the dry cleaning service Yeah, because I'm like, you know, I'm not going to simp over someone else. You want me to tell you a simp story? Yeah, I love simp stories. Okay, so my middle school crush, um. He had to have known that I liked him. Like, there's no way. There's, like, just no way he didn't know. Yeah. But um, we used to talk on the phone all the time before, like, cell phones were, like, huge. Like, oh, like I think that was, phone? like, the next year. But whatever. So on the house phone. So obviously I'm taking all my parents' time on the phone. Like, I'm on the phone all the time with this guy. Yeah. And um, he used to ask me to go on to the TV and look through the channels to find him something that he would like. And this is when, like, we finally got... It wasn't, like, A and B anymore on cable. It was, like, 300 channels, finally. I would go through all 300 channels, and if I couldn't find something that he want, he would call me a stupid bitch. Like, (laughs) what were you... Like, were you going to, like, cast it to his TV, or, like... No, so that he wouldn't wouldn't have to go through the guide. Oh, so you would tell him channel 352. Yeah. What? Oh, my God, so fuck off for laughing at my dry cleaning. (laughs) was swoop in swoop out i even did my own at the same time you were looking through the fucking yeah and sometimes it would be <laughs> hours on the phone trying to find something oh my god so what? i'm so glad that ended when channels started getting 600 <laughs> oh my god yeah that's really funny if i ever need if you know how like i'll log into netflix and i think like 45 minutes of it is me trying to decide what to watch yeah i'll just call you next time no i won't do it anymore <laughs> it's a hard job though when you're trying it to find is. something it is and it if is. they're like oh no i don't like that oh no i don't like that uh no i don't really feel that what is your mood and how can i help you certify yeah. like am i spectrum for you right now like am i your cable provider like, that's how I felt. I should have been getting $24.99 a month from you. Like. <laughs> and that's cheap for cable. That's how I felt when I remember a couple times um, he brought in, like, two full suits. Oh, right. And a sports jacket. And I was like, fuck, this is going to cost. And so I fucking paid for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, what was I going to do? Then I was kind of like, I'm in too now deep. You're, yeah, you're trapped in it now. I'm trapped. 
I can't just. And then I was like, if what if, what if I stop doing it and tell him they quit? Then he makes small talk with the door guy. Oh, I can't believe y'all quit the program. And he'll be like, we stopped a year ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Damn it, I'm in this too deep. But um, he never found out. Well. And that's what I ended up doing. I was like, hey, so they just said this is going to be the last week that they're doing this. And he was like, oh, that sucks. This has been so convenient. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, for you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> And I told him they deliver on this day and this day. So I really had to, like, keep it up. Oh, my God. Did you create a web page? <laughs> He's the only one that deserved my services. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not like it was someone that I was, like, pursuing or want. I got nothing out of it. He didn't even know I had a crush on him. You know what I mean? Oh like, it, he was so much older that I, I didn't even. I don't know. I just I just wanted. I also Wasn't wanted. He, like, creeped out that you always had his dry cleaning for him? No, because he thought the building was sending it off. Oh. And I was the receptionist, so I would I get there him. a little bit earlier mm. to, like, unlock the door. And so I'd say, oh, I just went and grabbed them, you know, on the way up. And the only thing I did get out of it. Wait, did getting... he hand them to you when he was bringing them in? Yeah, he would have, like... Oh, my. No. What? No. He'd have them in, like, a nice mesh laundry bag with the little tag. He filled out the tag as if the building was still doing it. And I'd rip it off. Send it to Cassius Cleaners. Oh, my um, God. The only thing I did get out of it was getting to see him in his shirts. But one time, the time, I remember the holiday party was approaching. And I was like, oh, God, he's going to have me freaking dry clean like a three-piece suit. <laughs> and he did. And then he made out with some other girl in the company. Oh. Then, and I was like, I fucking washed that suit for you. <laughs> I want my twenty four ninety nine back. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, actually, I'm not. You kind of yeah, put <laughs> I put myself into it. But, you know. The things we do. The things we do. And, okay, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about that screenshot you sent me the other day oh, from Facebook. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I didn't understand <laughs> it at first. So, <laughs> I recently, <laughs> I recently got back onto Facebook, uh, mostly to make a page for the podcast and stuff, and. I do not have a good relationship with my grandpa. We had a huge falling out like six years ago. Basically, he was just like really rude and like. um, Judgy. Yeah. And he would write comments for everyone to see that was just so rude. And I remember I went onto his Facebook and called him out for being a jerk and yada yada. People on Facebook is gold. Yeah. And so like, and he wasn't like, he is like, I have toxic stories about him just like with my grandma. Because he divorced her, married this terrible lady. Sorry if you're listening, but fuck you. <laughs> and, um, you know, had, like, their own little family together. Yeah. So, like, oh, God. My, one of those. my mom and, like, her brothers, like, kind of yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm sure he's maybe made amends with them. But, like, I just, for me and from, like, what I went through, like, I just, I, fuck you. Yeah. Um. And he, even his, like, his family, like, came in and, like, messaged me and were, like, calling me out and, like, being rude to a 16, like, what? Sorry, not 16. I was, like, 18 at the time. Like, rude to me and stuff and, like, saying mean things about me and, like, you're supposed to be my family. Yeah. I'm just trying to call out my grandpa for being a dumbass and an asshole. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. He kind of needs it. But, uh, so for years on my old Facebook, he's been trying to be my friend and I just ignored it and like wouldn't be friends so he with never him. said sorry right he just kind of acted like nothing happened. he sent a letter to me mm-hmm. apologizing 
But there was like so much that happened that it was just really bad. And then the picture that he put in there was a picture of him with a baby thinking it was me, but really it was my <gasps> brother. So I'm just like, okay, you don't know me. Oh. We don't, we don't have a relationship. Yeah, let's just not like, try. let's just, I don't want this. Yeah. He added me on my new Facebook and I was just like, okay, it's been like six years. I'm obviously not in the will. There's nothing I want from <laughs> this. I'm just going to add him, you know, like he, he's about to be like 90 next year. So I'm like, okay, you know, if people might change and if he wants to like reach out, like maybe I'll give him another shot. That's that's what I do. Yeah, no, that's a good attitude. Simp over the 90-year-old grandpa. (laughs) Does he need dry cleaning done? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he didn't message me. He hasn't liked anything of mine on my page. I've even like promoted my podcast on my Facebook page. Hasn't liked anything, hasn't commented, hasn't said anything, hasn't messaged me. And I'm like scrolling through Facebook and I see him write share a post that says this is our granddaughter in texas please share and it's a fucking post (laughs) from rachel king beauty of some beauty line this girl has not random girl it's not even me same name grandpa but that is not me and i (laughs) sent it to rachel he tagged her he He tagged rachel not me Oh, he didn't tag me. It oh, just said you just saw it. Yeah, and oh, I was he like, shared it. He shared it, but thinking it was you. Yeah, it's like he wrote on the post like, "This is our <laughs> granddaughter in Texas. Please share." Like supporting me, but I'm like, <laughs> like she screenshotted it and was like, "I need to talk about this," and I didn't get it. Like, cause I I read it and I was like. So is this your way of telling me you started a beauty line <laughs> and didn't tell me? And then she was like, no, this is my 90-year-old grandpa thinking this is my page. I lost <laughs> my shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, because I one of my favorite things on the internet is old people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. so like I was like, you know, and my, my brother does this thing with my grandpa. Like my when my brother started dating his current girlfriend, my grandpa will comment on his post like who's that and my brother always write it's me grandpa your grandson <laughs> like every time it was who's that though it's me grandpa that's my hilarious oh my god y'all so, trolling grandpa. <laughs> gaslighting grandpa <laughs> but that's the episode title <laughs> i sent it to my family in like a group post and they all lost their shit too because they just know the whole situation and i was like telling my mom because like my mom and dad listened to the whole podcast and they're like they thought it was funny but like then they got to like me talking about cum and they kind of like turned them off but I was like thinking in my head I was like oh my god I should send grandpa the podcast and be like this is actually me grandpa please share to your friends and he like shares to all his family like his granddaughter in Texas not the one that has a beauty line but the one that has a podcast talking about cum <laughs> which would have been so much better because like he didn't look into it like you could obviously tell it's like some lady that took the name king it's not her maiden name she's married with two kids and is 50 years old and (laughs) not me at all oh my god that that was so so i wonder if i should try to get him to share my podcast little older than our typical gem- demographic like do you think he's gonna listen to a whole hour no. and like it literally is like 45 minutes i don't minutes think until he would know cum. how to navigate to spotify and that's not me being ageist it's just like i mean he spends a, a lot of time on facebook it's kind of ridiculous okay, but he how didn't much even know that his <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know if i'm missing he's like rachel got married again and had two kids that are like six years old like fuck <laughs> start sending them like birthday cards <laughs> <laughs> he's hard 
aren't mine. Yeah, he even writes on my birthday on there because, like, his thing was, like, he'll call us on our birthdays and sing us happy birthday. But ever since, like, I blocked him and stuff, like, there's no way for him. So he writes on Facebook, happy birthday to my daughter in Texas, granddaughter in Texas. But, you know, I know I sound shitty, but if I will tell the whole story one day about, like, what happened with that. And you guys will understand I'm really not a shitty person. Like, this man is toxic. But (laughs) it's still funny. I do want to say before we go, again, I appreciate all the feedback that we've been getting. Um, If you could, it'd be be a doll, please, and make yourself useful. And please follow the podcast. I don't know if you can rate it. You probably can't because we're not on Apple yet. But You can give us reviews on Facebook. Oh, yes. Give us reviews. Follow um, follow us on Spotify and... Click the notification button, too. <laughs> As my favorite YouTubers say, smash that little bell <laughs> so you get notifications every time we yeah. post. Oh, and also, if, like, you think that maybe one of your friends wouldn't like that, maybe just, like, coax them into pressing play. Or, you know, when your friend gives you your phone to, like, just take over the radio in the car, just go to our podcast, <laughs> click play, and then play the song that you wanted to play. At least we get the click. Spotify's like, this is illegal. <laughs> We get shut down. Um, and then please, like, follow... Okay, I, I just want to say, I'm not plugging my personal Twitter, but kind of. It doesn't get the recognition it deserves, and... It really doesn't, It though. really fucking doesn't. Like, I sometimes, went, like, would rather just go through my own Twitter and read what I used to tweet, because it's funny, okay? Fuck off. We're, <laughs> we're finding ourselves here. I'm, like, no. So, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like, keep up with our life because, honestly, I can't see a single reason why you wouldn't want to. Yeah. And even if you're not listening, I feel like we're going to do this for a while. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, you're not getting rid of us. This isn't like a one and done. Like, blood in, blood out. Yeah. Again, our Twitter is at WeSmokeMenthols. Our Instagram handle is at HotRyanAndRachel. And what is our website? Our website is www.hot. Ryan and Rachel.com. And there you can find hot singles ready to mingle. Yeah. There's hot. also a click to email us. If you want to tell your toxic story, we will read it on here and laugh with you. Please. Please. You can, yeah, go to the website or if you just for some reason cannot be bothered to type that in, <laughs> you can just straight up email us at podcast.alittlerandr at gmail.com. It looks like a little rander. Um, whenever you spell it out, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't look the greatest. As an it email. doesn't, but you know, yeah, send us an email, even if you just want to like hype us up, hype us up, say hi, send talk me shit to us. Yeah, you could be on the next podcast without even writing a story and just tell me how shitty I am, and I will read it, and I'll block you, and then do your dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but yeah. So, um, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna post on the description just some of the books that helped me get through my crazy times and if I can if I'm allowed to post the Facebook link it's kind of a private group thing but maybe I'll reach out and ask if I'm allowed to post that now I don't want to like expose it because yeah. like they don't want people to find it who are toxic but it really helped me you can be anonymous you don't have to share your whole story you can literally just lurk and read stories yeah and it's so helpful I'm telling you I'm still on it I will never leave the group I still read it and I like to hype people up and also give people hope you know yeah. about where I am at, at now not it's not the best they might be like oh fuck i'm staying in my relationship way better right now (laughs) thank you (laughs) but yeah i'll link that and then i mean is there anything else you wanted to 
No, and I know people are asking for the toxic workplace, and we definitely are going to tell stories about that. But I just started my job, <laughs> and I was so nervous the first day that I left my car on all day long in the parking lot. Let her get one paycheck, so, and then we'll tell it. <laughs> yeah, let me, like, get settled, um, and then I'm ready to tell because I want them to know my work ethic before they hear those stories. And it's nothing about them. It's just our past. Yeah. But still, um, Stay I'm a tuned. good employee. Yeah, she's okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I literally referred her, <laughs> which I don't. I never do. You're the second person in my whole life I've ever referred. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Anytime. I'm a fast learner, baby. She is, honey. All fast right. at other things too. <laughs> On that note, we'll talk to you next week. All right. See you next time. I'm Ryan and I'm Rachel. Bye. Bye. Bye.